Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Galatians 5, verse 16. And that says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And now it's Thursday, getting close to the end of July and the end of summer too. Oh, what little true summer weather we've had so far. Now, some people claim that the days of this pandemic are moving too slowly, but I personally feel they are moving too fast. Look now, we just celebrated Canada Day and the 4th of July, and yet the month is almost finished. And everybody else seems to seem so busy with stuff to do, <laughs> except me. <laughs> oh, poor friends, I have lots of things I would like to do, but for whatever reason, I'm just not doing as much as I would like to do. I don't know if I simply want to do too much or that laziness and procrastination are holding sway over my life. Most likely, though, it's a combination of all three. But that brings to mind Paul's predicament that he wrote about to the Roman church. For that which I do, I allow not or don't understand. For what I would or what I want to do, that I do not. But what I hate, that I do. And it comes from Romans 7.15. Our friends, I'm sure that many of us have that same problem, especially in these pandemic times, these unforeseen or unexpected times, when the world seems to be falling apart, going to hell in a handbasket. And I know that Bro Paul blames it mostly on sin. If then I do that which I would not, I consent under the, unto the law, or I agree that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. And that comes from Romans 7, 16 to 17. And yes, my brethren, sin does play a, a large part in our lives, but we can't blame everything on it, or Satan, as so many of us like to do. Now, listeners, bro, Paul, talks to the Galatians, re-walking in the Spirit. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, the Lord gave us the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in the way we should walk. Therefore, it is our responsibility to follow it. We can't be making excuses and blaming other things and people for our poor choices, as we like to do so much. And here the scholars' explanation of that verse. Now. They say, walk in the Spirit, that is, live by the Spirit. Christians are to live with the Spirit's help. And how does one live by the Spirit? Firstly, the Christian must believe that the Spirit is with him having been sent by God 
into his heart. And you can find that in verse in chapter 4, verse 6. Secondly, in every spiritual confrontation, the believer must yield to the Spirit. That is, submit his own desires to those of the Spirit. Thirdly, one must depend on the Spirit for help, enabling him to live a God-pleasing life. And you could find some information on that on verse 5 in this same chapter. And fourthly, the believer should anticipate the effects of the Spirit's help in his daily life. The believer who lives by the Spirit will not fulfill or accomplish or carry out the lust that's the strong desires of the flesh or his sinful nature. And I couldn't explain that any better, my people. But for good measure, I'm going to spoon feed us with those couple of verses mentioned in the explanation above, because I know most of us won't bother to look them up, although we don't know them. And the first one that deals with God sending his spirit into the believer's heart says, and because we are sons, God had sent forth his spirit. Sorry, God had sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And that comes from Galatians 4, 6. And that's because every child of God was divinely given the Holy Spirit the moment he was adopted by God. Now, Abba is an Aramaic domestic term by which the father was called in the affectionate intimacy of the family. It corresponds to our daddy or papa. The Spirit gives us an awareness that God is our Father. And the next verse to which they refer is Galatians 5.5, 5, which says, For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. And the scholars tell us that through the Spirit means that by the Holy Spirit's help, which is obtained by faith, believers wait for the hope of righteousness, that is, live the Christian life awaiting the consummation of their salvation. Uh, I know that we understand it all. Let's move back to Brother Paul's writing on walking in the Spirit. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that he cannot do the things that he would. And we can find that in Galatians 5.17. And the scholars explain, one's sinful human nature or flesh and the Holy Spirit lusted against one another. That is, they have desires and yearnings that are contrary to one another. The Christian, then, is a battlefield, having desires to do good and evil. The outcome is that he cannot do the things that he would. The flesh seeks, seeks to thwart the spirit, who in turn attempts to frustrate the flesh's evil desires. Therefore, Paul continues, But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. 
And that's taken from Galatians 5.18. And the scholars have this to say about that. Verse 17 may leave the impression of a believer being caught in a hopeless tug of war between the flesh and the spirit. But this is not the case. The Christian is led off or by the spirit when yielding to him to turn away from the flesh's evil yearnings, thus putting sin out of his daily life. The verb led indicates voluntary submission. The believer decides by whom he will be led, either by his flesh or by the spirit. The spirit-led person is not under the law. The Christian does not need the restraints of the law because his moral life is governed by the spirit. <laughs> Mama Sita, that tells us like it is my fellow saints in Christ. It's time to stop blaming everything and everybody else for our problems and begin looking at the real heart of the problem, ourselves. For we have all the tools necessary to live a decent Christian life. We just have to put our hands to the plow and stick to the Lord's plan for our lives. And we can't doubt our God's goodness either. For not only has he given us the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us, but also these wonderful tools that we call our Thursday blessings to do his earthly work. So let's go home now, reminding, us, reminding ourselves of them no? as one strong voice. I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I am blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. <laughs> now, friends, there's no more we can ask for. It's now become our bounden duty to go out and share those blessings just as generously with others as the Lord shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript, postscript for today says, it's time for Christians to stop playing the blame game and take responsibility for their own actions. And isn't that the indisputable truth, friends? We like to blame everybody else in these current times, you know. Nobody else but us, you know, a perfect, this, this perfect life. Everybody else causing us problems. But in the long run, we are the ones who causing most of our problems. So please, let's stop it now. Let's look inside and see the problems and ask the Lord through the Holy Spirit to help us with them. And we pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 
Please have a good and blessed day, my people. Thank you.